Are you watching wrestling all alone? Just kidding. It is Good Brother Charlie here. I am joined by Good Brother Garrett. Garrett, it's that time, man. Double or nothing predictions. Eat Sleep Elite. We run a weekly podcast, Eat Sleep Elite. You guys can, if, if you are listening to this on Spotify, wherever, Apple, Google, Podnods, shout out you guys in France. We appreciate it. Garrett, this is a this is a big week, man. We were diving into the double or nothing predictions. I mean, I don't know You're about, about to call you. it double or nothing. Double, <laughs> yeah, I don't know about you, dude, but there we <laughs> some of these matches. I feel like we see go a hundred different ways, even though it's not possible. But I mean, yeah, there's only two participants in a lot of them. But yes, um. <laughs> something's telling me last last show. I want to say we maybe had one, maybe two different. I get a feeling we're going to have a lot different because of there's a lot of uncertainty here, man. There is a lot of uncertainty, and I love the feeling of that. So, the only thing that's certain is to buy in, right? Like, Yeah, and, and that being said, real quickly, something I want to do is let's kind of just briefly discuss the build to double or nothing without comparing it to old ones. And before each match, we'll kind of give a little preview, but just an overall feeling. How... Where is your excitement level for uh, going in? Let's, if you guys are watching this on Sunday, you know, where's your excitement level going into tonight? How Bro, are you feeling going into the pay-per-view? I'm so excited. I'm chomping at the bit to see some of these matches paid off. Same. I want to see Wardlow kill MJF in the ring. MJF better be go off TV for like a month or two after this. Like, yes, this is when it's happened. Yes. I, I'm with you, man. And, and I'm, I feel the same. I'm, I would say like three weeks ago, I was kind of pondering the thought of like, where is this going? You know, we, we don't have a direction. We're kind of getting a direction for some things, but between the go home shows and tonight, the pay-per-view being tonight, I'm just, I'm so fucking ready. And let's jump right into it. You kind of mentioned it already. We have one pre-show match, the debut of Hookhausen versus Tony Nice and Simp Smart Mark Sterling. Yes. I mean... I got Hook House in here, right? A hundred percent. I think it makes complete sense. New team, you know, two of your most yeah. over acts right now. I mean, what a great for Tony way. East, but you know, what a great way to start the show off. By the way, oh, oh my god, picking up a huge win. What the crowd's gonna have the so crowd's much gonna go nuts. All right, here's the bigger prediction: whose music hits first, Danhausen or oh, Hook? Hook, one hundred percent. Hook you, is so over, dude. You Come think on. they hit they hit they hit Hook music first? I think so. I think I think you have to. Okay, okay. I'm actually gonna take Dan Housen's music first. Okay. So that's the real bet. Whose music will be the undisputed champion? Watch the watch the Ooh. you know what we'll keep track. We'll keep track. Do, hold, does the simp have music? No, nah, there's no way. No, nah, I think he just walks out with <laughs> with maybe some cool looking gear. Like maybe he like okay, this is how I picture Mark Sterling's gonna come out. Right? Just the athletic shorts, you know, like how kind of like what Nice wears, right? And then just like oh, yeah. a towel over his neck. I feel like that's how – and just like maybe he's – I don't know. Do you think Smart Mark He needs to cosplay as Samoa Joe. That'd be awesome. <laughs> so let's jump into a match that was added Friday, and that is Kyle O'Reilly versus Darby Allen. I'm going to let you take the lead here. Okay, so – I mean, technically they both need a win coming out of the tournament, right? So – Yep. Man, I think – I want to say Darby wins here because I don't know. Like I said, it's really neither, neither of them really need this match, right? But like, it's going to be a really fun match. 
I think it could be one of those ones where maybe like fish interferes or something. And that's like what, how Darby loses. Like Darby looks like he's going to win the whole time. And then Kyle cheats. I can see that. Like that cheat um, bastard. But I think yeah. Darby's probably, I, but if I was, if I was booking this, I think I'd have Darby win, you know, um, maybe that's not the right move right after you just had hook house and pick up a big win, but I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go based off track record and just where I think, I think they're taking this. I'm going to have Darby win myself to me. Oh, I yeah. think Darby Allen is still, you know, he is one of their pillars and to beat him is a big step. And I think, I think he is going to be a stepping stone for someone else that is not Kyle O'Reilly. And in order to do that, we need him to win here again. So yes, keep him winning at the pay-per-views. It doesn't hurt anyone. And hopefully Takeshita is the one that beats him at All Out or something. Oh, that'd be cool. So let's take us into the AEW TBS Championship. Oh, I, I forgot. I want to touch this real quick. Hmm. The build to Kyle O'Reilly and Darby Allen was kind of sudden. I mean, yeah, it was literally just thrown on the show. There was no they 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 face in the tournament and he's pissed at him. So cool. Yeah. Jade Cargill and Anna Jay. And again here, the build fairly sudden. It makes sense. Just didn't have much time to breathe. It's kind of like she just ran out to save one of the baby faces and Jay was just like, but, but no, you can't I, do that. I almost thought they were setting up a six tag when they did it. Yeah, the same. I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, Jade's gonna be in another but didn't did they do that with Jade once already? I can't remember. Maybe not, not with the baddies. No, they have not done the. No, uh, but I'm saying, didn't they and throw her with some heels once, like just because they didn't have a TBS title match for that show? I think maybe I could be wrong, but um, yeah. If not, they can now still do that if they want to. If they don't want to have a Jade match necessarily on on the next pay per view, like I don't know if she necessarily fits on Forbidden Door, so maybe they could work something like that with some uh, Joshi talent or something. I don't know, but like, yeah. And um, and either way, here I, you know, it's thrown together a little fast, but Anna Jade been picking up victories on Dark recently, and. You know, here we are. I, I just can't imagine Jade loses this one. Nah, I think here's why I think Jade wins, man. Because I think Jade holds this title for a while. Uh, up and coming babyface right? beats her, right? And then Jade is the one you have take the title off Thunder Rosa. I'd love that. I think that'd be a perfect cap to Jade's like like super like fast build that she's had into like a superstar. Um Yep, and keep keep it going. You got to have someone that's built up to take her. It's not this one, so let's continue the pay per view streak. Exactly. So I got Jade too. House of Black versus Death Triangle six man tag team match. Whew. I got to say here, the build has been incredible. It had a bump in the road because of an injury, but they yep. came back like they never lost a step. And I'm beyond excited for this one. I, I think this could be match of the night. Absolutely. Or it could be- I, I think a lot of people are saying this is the show stealer match, but I think this is like actually on on paper the best match, just purely besides the main event, you know? Um, yeah. And man, it's a tough one because so many factors play into this, you know? Um, yeah. Is this is this like the first pure pay per view tag we've had with the House of Black? I believe so. Yes. Well, that makes it a little bit different thing because they probably should win that, but. Um, but the way the suit has been built, you could almost see either winning. You know what I mean? Because of how much the House of Black has put Death Triangle through. You know, like yeah. I take that back. AEW Revolution House of Black defeated Pack, 
Pentos Girl, and Eric Redbeard. Yeah, but yeah, okay, true. That's true. I forgot. Actually, I heard about that earlier. Okay. Well, I guess that does change things again a little bit because then they don't necessarily have to. And you might be thinking, things. wait, they just faced a revolution? Like I said, there was that bump in the road. So yeah, this is that's what we mentioned. Fresh yeah. as of right now, and clearly this would have been the match on that show, um, and maybe it would have run all the way through Double or Nothing anyway, right? Um, but either way, I still think this is potentially going to be match tonight. I, I'm, I'm going to take the House of Black here. Um, okay, I'm I'm going to take Death Triangle. I I think I'm with you. I I love the match. I I can't wait to see it. But I actually think Ray Phoenix is going to get the pin here on someone. So part of me thinks Death Triangle gets the win here. And it's not going to hurt either of them. It doesn't matter. Hopefully this is, you know, if they, if they come out and say, hey, you know what? Six man, or the, yeah, the six man title on, on the line here. Enjoy. That would be insane. Um, speaking of six person tag, America top team, Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page, and Paige Van Zant. With Dan Lambert versus Sammy Guevara, Frankie Kazarian, and Ty Conti. Shout out our boy Ethan Page for getting on the pay per view. Absolutely. I'm on the excited. Scorpio's on. I'm excited. Frankie's on. Page yep. Van Zandt's debut match. Um, let's just start it off with how do you think the build has been for this? Bit of a um, up and down. You know, I, I really don't like a lot of the stuff Sammy's been doing. Uh, but I mean, it's not really like his, like, I don't think it's even his fault. I think, I think a lot of what he's doing isn't even like bad stuff. I think it's just, people just are like choosing to crap on the guy, you know, like, um, but I mean, I, I, it's been good. I mean, it's, it's not been nothing. A lot of, a lot of things that are on this show we've already mentioned are just thrown kind of slapped together. So this is, I mean, it's had a lot more build than a lot of that stuff, you know? Absolutely. Hey, whether, whether the feud has been kind of working for a lot of people or not, Reality is they've put some time into this. And the fact that they're holding Paige Van Dance debut to the pay-per-view, I'm actually getting really excited for that as that comes because clearly they're working on stuff for the six of these people. They all got to be at least somewhat like, I mean, you got SCU in this, Ethan Page. So I got a good feeling about this match. That being said, who do you have winning this one? American top team. Okay. Any particular reason or just gut feeling? Uh, Paige Van Zandt's debut. Duh. Okay. Okay. And I got, I'm with you there. I got America top team winning because A, the debut. B, let's, let's get Scorpio pay-per-view win, huh? Oh, 100%. Another tag match here. The Hardys versus the Young Bucks. This is my personally most anticipated match of the show. Okay. I'm so into this because I've wanted, I've wanted it ever since we got the little tease a little while back. And I'm a little disappointed that it's not going to be that we didn't get to build to it over time. Like the Hardys didn't get to have like a long, like year long run in AEW. And finally they capped oh, yeah, it off. Speaking the, of that, the build, I mean, this was a little bit of a faster build on TV. We know on BTE, they've been building it for about six weeks. So yeah. like, that kind of hinted. And they've been building it since when they started teasing Matt a while, but or started teasing well, teasing Matt, but started like um teasing Jeff, excuse me, Jeff coming into AEW for like multiple weeks. You know what I mean? Like, so it's kind of even going back that far, even, you know. So and and I gotta say, I'm excited for this match myself. Now, I don't know if people are gonna agree with this, but I, I think the Hardys are gonna win here. 
Yeah, right? Like, so... I got to imagine we're going to begin the road to a Hardy's tag title run in AEW. There's no way they don't at least have, like, a little tag title run. You got to put some legends on that title, you know? Absolutely. It's not going to hurt anyone to have a six-week title run with them just to have it in the books. Because kind of what AEW has been doing at the tag titles is everyone's getting their run. Whether it was uh, Lucha Brothers, now it's Jurassic Express. Maybe it's someone else, which we'll talk about in a minute. But yeah, I, I got the Hardys in this one. And I'm, I'm, I've been excited for the feud. Uh, who, who do you have in this one? Sorry if, I, if you didn't say I, I I haven't yet. Um, so it's interesting because like if you want if you think the Hardys are going on an immediate title run, you know, which Definitely I actually a don't. Build to one, I, I would say this is the beginning of a build to one. Potentially, um, I agree that it could be, but I think you can run it if if the match turns out to be able to be good enough. Maybe this doesn't have to just be a one off thing. You know, every time when they do a feud. Um, that doesn't involve a championship. I'm like, yeah, they can actually run this back. Maybe we get a couple matches out of this, you know. Um, I don't know if the Hardys are there. They might not be. I mean, you know, we've made comments on this show about Jeff, you know, not being 100 the wrestler he used to be. And th- I mean, can anyone blame him after some of the bumps he's taken? You know, like yeah. But for some reason, he's been wrestling. I've liked his singles matches. I don't know why. <laughs> because people are able to. I think when it's a singles match. You kind of get time. This is not a knock on Jeff. I just think sometimes Jeff gets caught up in the moment in some of the bigger tag matches in the same way that he's, you know, maybe always has, you know, because I think everybody gets nervous, right? But like, um, and you don't think about that with Jeff Hardy, but like, even he hesitates sometimes. Even he's maybe like, he's always Damn. trying to take it to that next step. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes he tries to do that and he just doesn't necessarily have, he's, he's trying to, you know, his body can't just can't do it anymore. He's taken so many of those nasty bumps, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I would really like, and this is going to be our first big disagreement. I think, I think, I think I have the young bucks win here, man. Okay. Because I, I think, I think the young bucks in especially Tony Khan's eyes are like the top team in AEW, you know, like, Oh yeah. Hey, you know what? You can't go wrong with that. And I, and I think if you want to have a top feud with your top team that doesn't involve the tag titles, why not? It'd be with legends. And I don't see why the Hardys couldn't lose and then beat the hell out of the Young Bucks a couple of times after that and ruin the Young Bucks' like life for a little bit and then go on and take on the champions after that. We've seen a similar thing with uh, Luchasaurus feuding with Adam Cole. Or sorry, uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus feuding with Adam Cole and the Undisputed Elite, you know, and then going on to win the tag titles, you know. So uh, why can't we see that again, you know? Absolutely. And speaking of that, we got a three-way tag cha- team championship match. Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus versus Team Taz, Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs versus Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. When we're talking about builds, all three of these teams have been presented well, uh, especially Lee and Strickland. But they've these were kind of feuds that they interjected with each other to make use of the tag title match, and I think it's it was actually brilliant. That's a perfect example. I don't think either of these feuds on their own make it onto the pay-per-view unless it's the one that well, obviously the championship will end up on the pay-per-view. But I think I don't think if you take the championship out, I don't know if either feud individually makes it on. Yeah. Um, unless they're really great. But when you combine them, it now is just a great story. I mentioned that actually on the show we just recorded. Um, 
which was like when we talked about that stuff, the build up to this, it's just been really great. It has um, been. It really has been. So that being said, I'm going to let you take the lead on who you got winning this. Very curious. Yeah. Just before I do that, there's one thing I wanted to note that I, I guess I hadn't really noticed in my brain, but like each team individually has like a regular sized guy and a big man. So I'm hoping we yep. get a moment when the big, when the small guys get tossed out the Dude, club we and, to, uh, we, and we get the big hoss fight. I'm hoping we get it. Um, Luchasaurus always seems to have a big spot at a pay-per-view. And I really hope this time his big spot is like picking up Keith Lee and putting him fucking like slamming him. Or I'll tell this. you the spot right here. Both you get, you get Lee Hobbs, you know, face off in the ring, a little bit of Hoss action. Luchasaurus hits the ring after not being in the ring. It hits them both with a tail whip and knocks them both on their asses. Dude, there's your spot. I'm fucking in. So does that, is that give it a hint who you think's winning? Who, who do you got? Um, so yeah, so I guess if you think if you think the Hardys are winning, right, the, the logical step would be to have Jurassic Express retain, right? Because you don't want to have new champions just get dethroned by the Hardys right away, which makes my booking a little more interesting because it leaves me a little bit more open. And I said it a few weeks back. I'll continue to say it. I think Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs would be phenomenal tag champions. And that's who I have winning this match. Okay. Okay. I think shenanigans... I think maybe Danhausen curses somebody, even though Ricky Starks doesn't want it. I don't know what can possibly happen. Leave it to Danhausen to somehow make it onto the main show, even though he's booked on the pre-show. Yeah, I, I could see it. And you bring up great points. I do have a different team winning, other than you. Absolutely. However, I also think we're going to get new champs. Ooh. EW has this idea of striking while the iron's hot lately. There's no one hotter than Swerve Strickland. Put the titles on Keith Lee and Swerve. This can be your team where we run with them as the tag champions for the next, like, however many weeks until All Out or something before that. Might be like 11 weeks, something like that. Just let these guys get the championship during the summer because they're both single stars, too. Now, they did this with Omega and Hangman, and it fucking worked perfectly. I just, I think it makes a lot of sense with where they're going to just put gold on these guys right away because there's a good chance one of them will win the world championship probably soon, like relatively speaking. Keith Lee, every, everywhere he goes, he wins the world title. It's going to happen. Why not keep him a big, because all of our recent world champions, uh, we, we just said Hangman and Omega, we're the tag champions together, right? Yeah. This is the thing they like to do. And I just, I, I see it going this way. And then my guess is with the Hardys, maybe they do something at Forbidden Door. But I see the Hardys actually kind of kind of running back the Young Bucks feud again for a little bit. Maybe dipping their toes into FTR. And then the doors align. Here we go. Let's get their quick title. Run it all out. Run it until Grand Slam. You fucking, I mean, you can see where the wheels are going here. And then boom, we go to the acclaimed. Let the you know what I mean. Acclaimed are back in. Well, so far on that on that on that grand slam, we've we've fantasy booked Eddie Kingston versus CM Punk and the acclaimed beating the, the acclaimed beating the Hardys for the world the tag titles. <laughs> We're going fucking nuts. So yeah, just I should have I should have thrown Batista up there, but <laughs> God damn it! Just in case someone who doesn't know, give me what I want. 
Batista is our fantasy booker here. So yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm just going to real quick, slight recap since we're just over halfway through here. We both had Hookhausen defeating Tony Nese and Simp. We both had Darby Allen defeating Kyle O'Reilly. We both had Jade Cargill defeating Anna Jay. You had House of Black defeating Death Triangle. I had Death Triangle winning. We both had America Top Team defeating Guevara, Kazarian, and Conti. I had the Hardys winning. You had the Young Bucks winning. And then you have Team Taz winning. I have Swerve and Keith Lee winning. That being said, I, I would love it if Team Taz won. I could see the same exact storyline I just pitched. You could do that with Team Taz, and I'm cool with it. Yeah, absolutely. I also think you could just run them as heel champions for a little while, you know? Why not? Why not? They're, they're going to be, and this is not, again, a knock on Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. They just weren't used, you know, because I don't know if they can be used in this way. You could have Ricky Starks just sit out on the edge of the like ring apron, cut a little promo with that tag tile over his shoulder, have Hobbs looking strong standing next to him or something, you know? And, and yeah, it would be great, man. They'd just be entertaining, you know? You could defend them. It would be great. And, and we will get champions that don't run after people anymore. Absolutely. <laughs> Anarchy in the arena match, Garrett. I know you have been getting pretty excited for this. It just seems like it's going to be, it's, it's, it's man. It's like, it's mimosa mayhem over all over again. Like it could be awesome. It could also be absolutely insane. And just, I don't know, but like, I imagine with all the people involved, there's no way this can't be good. And you speaking know, of like, them all, we got the Jericho appreciation society, which is Chris Jericho, Matt Menard, Angelo Parker, Daniel Garcia, and Jake Hager. Versus Eddie Kingston, Santana and Ortiz, and the Blackpool Combat Club featuring Brian Danielson and John Moxley. Garrett, I have one wish for this match. I want a Daniel Garcia and Brian Danielson kind of show off in the ring for 30 seconds. Maybe even longer. Yes, please. Just yes, counter please. each other's moves out the fucking building. Um, I would like uh, John Moxley to just and Jake Hager to just absolutely beat the shit out of each other for a little bit. Um, oh, yeah. I'd like uh, Santana to just toss uh, Parker and Menard out of the ring. Just out of the ring. Just throw them out. Um, yeah. And anyway. Speaking of builds, man, I mean, my fucking Bro, I called God. this like a, like a th- two months ago or something. Like, you, I'm sorry. You called the fact that Jericho and Kingston would run it back and that it would be even better. And ho- you were fucking right. That was actually Brian Alvarez. I got to give credit to Brian Alvarez on that. But even so, man. This has worked. Everyone involved in this is, is getting over in one way or another. And when it comes to the winner, bro, this is hard. Because on one hand, you got the Blackpool Combat Club. Have not lost. On the other hand, you got the Jericho Appreciation Society. Have not lost. You have Eddie Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz. I mean, dude. Who, I know, I, dude. Who possibly gets pinned in this match that's not named Angelo Parker? You know, I'm gonna pitch you a story. Okay. And it's gonna it's gonna be Is Batista helping. Yes. Um, what I want. All right. What I want. Match is winding down. Everybody's out of the ring. I don't know who's gonna be in the ring at the time. Maybe Daniel Garcia. Maybe Matt Menard. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. They're just about to get the pin. Danielson hits the Psycho knee. Fuck it, make it Jericho. Eddie Kingston wants the victory over Jericho again so badly that he rushes into the ring and costs the team the match. <laughs> Eddie Kingston versus Brian Danielson is set up. Hey, if that's if that's where we go before he faces Punk, I'm down. Wait, what? Spoiler alert. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you, but no, I think they've been teeing up uh, Brian's, Brian Danielson versus Eddie King. It makes complete storyline sense to have him cost them in this match because he's super he's super personally involved in this feud too in a way that the others aren't. So I could see him um, – I mean, obviously Santana Ortiz are as well. But I think Eddie's got the most invested into this feud with Jericho, you know. Um, okay. So I, I could see it happening. Um, so for me – got Jericho Appreciate Society winning? I do. Okay, and I got I got the other team. I got Angelo Parker getting pinned by I don't know who yet, but I just see it being him. So, so far, the only baby faces I have winning are Hook Housen and Darby. This is awesome. <laughs> okay, okay. No, we got America Top Team. I guess they count, but are they really? I mean, Scorpio did kind of cheat to win, so yeah. Hey, dude, you're you're a baby face against Guevara and Ty Conti right now. There's no, oh, 100%, especially with what they're doing right now. But like, poof. speaking of good builds, though, we're going to go back to back here with the Owen Hart tournament, the Owen Hart Foundation tournament finals, starting us off with the women's. I, I've loved both of these tournaments. I, I really like both of the people we have in the spots. My oh, I mean, we're playing really schematics here. If if I if I say this, I may have preferred someone else instead of Samoa Joe, but it the way it worked in the build, I was perfectly fine with it. By someone else, I mean Ray Phoenix. I thought Ray Phoenix, where they were going, he might have been the guy to even win this tournament. But clearly, they were like, all right, we're gonna run Death Triangle back. Adam Cole being here, 100% made sense. Uh, Britt Baker, made 100% made sense. So just the overall builds of the tournaments, Garrett, what were your thoughts on them? Oh, it's been my favorite thing in wrestling for the last however many months or whatever. The build-up to it, all the stuff being revealed slowly over time, all the participants. the Dude, even the freaking qualifying matches for this tournament were good. Like, this was... A tournament that is never going to be replicated. Like the Renegade is, Twins using Twin Magic on Ruby Soho. Like what the hell? It was so good. Yeah, that. What kind of tournament? Well, how many? You know, and that's like not even one of my favorite matches from it. That's just it was, it was fun. Just, you know, like a match of the tournament. You had variety in a tournament. Like what? What is this? What wrestling? What? What timeline have we tripped into in this Mandela effect? Like what? Like anyway, um. Let's talk about these matches because, fuck, dude, like, oh, my God, like, you know. And, and I'll start us off here with Britt Baker of Ruby Soho, who who I want to win and who I think are winning. I think a line here, and that's Ruby Soho, man. I, I think the way the story has been going, Ruby is going to, in a, in a way, you could say, get her win back. Because when Britt Baker was champion, they faced and Britt won. It just wasn't Ruby's time yet. And... Having her win this tournament, this is the stepping stone in the right direction for her to either face Thunder Rosa. Maybe this is the build to face Jade. I mean, you'd probably rather face Jade now, right? That's your bigger program, it feels like sometimes. So, yeah. I, I, getting Britt Baker on the show is the important part. She doesn't need to win it in my eyes. So, that's kind of where my brain goes. And it's just, I personally, I love, I love Ruby. I would like her to win. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in uh, agreement with you here. Ruby Soho, I have been championing championing for months. I had her winning the TBS tournament. I had her winning um, the championship off of Brit. I had her winning 
the TBS title off of <laughs> Jade. Had all of these things. None of them happened. Um, and I think it's time. And um, when I get to my next prediction, there's another superstar in the other match who has won some stuff, been in some big matches, but they also haven't had their time. That's called a tease. Yeah, so we're both in alignment with Ruby for basically the same reasons. Yeah, this is a great this is a great spot. This is a great match, too. I, I think this is going to be good. Samoa Joe versus Adam Cole. There is a stipulation. Lethal, Dutt, and Singh are banned from ringside because, let's be honest, it's a pay-per-view. If there's... I, I can't imagine. We literally had a run-in on Wednesday that caused a DQ, which was our second DQ in the... Like, almost in the history of the company. So... Yeah. Which is good. They're not going to do another one here. The, this, the pay-per-view, you go to the pay-per-view to get results. You're going to get results at the pay-per-view. I I have no idea, man. I mean, I'm looking at these two names. No, I know. I got an answer. Uh, go ahead. You, you take the lead here. I, I teased it up a little bit. This man has been working his ass off all the way. And we're going to be honest. He's been working in the mid card. He has been in the world title scene one time. And he should not saying he should have been given like five world title shots, but I'm saying he should have been booked as a main event star since he walked in the building. And ever since he walked in, he's been overshadowed by bigger names and bigger debuts and this and that. Adam Cole is winning the Owen Hart Memorial Tournament. Okay. Samoa Joe's champion. He doesn't need this. He does not need it. He's even got a different program going on that they had to incorporate into this because it's it's kind of hot right now. You know, like people are really digging the him and Jay Lethal. I'm so excited for that match when it happens. Oh. But, I mean, I just think Adam Cole has just not had his moment here in AEW yet. A lot of people really like the match he had with, with Adam Page, but I just feel like he needs something, a big win, a big moment. I think this is it, man. Yeah, and... Hey, man, I I got to say, I, I'm going to go Adam Cole as well. I, I do think having Britt and Adam win might come off a little weird. But having Adam Cole win this tournament, it, it A, it kind of, it's a payoff for like, hey, man, Adam Cole has wrestled 31 times on TV since he's been in the company. September 17th. How, how many? What is that? Eight months? In eight months, he's wrestled 31 matches? How, what's, what are the weeks on that? Adam Cole is on TV almost every fucking week. Yes. What does he have to show for it? A good Exactly. Feud, a world title feud that honestly, I hate to say it, a little bit forgettable. Yep. I remember saying that at the time, people were like, this is the greatest match ever. I'm like, the match is going to be good, but it's not going to be like... That's the thing about Hangman's title reign. Every match has been great, but how many of the feuds have been memorable, right? That's why we get to the CM Punk one. And I'm with you, man. Let's go. Adam Cole, baby. And I just uh, completely messed up here. Uh, There we go. MJF versus Wardlow. Now, when it comes to the build, to me, this has been probably the best build in wrestling uh, of 2022, I would say. This has been... Yeah. It, 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 and the only one that rivals to me is CM Punk versus MJF. But you can almost kind of put that last year because it started last year. Yeah, so it, that, mean, was, that was the November to, to March. And yep. 
to me, this has been the best feud. This has been nearly a two year long build. Whether it was the steel cage match this week, which on Eat Sleep Elite we pick favorites, that was my favorite this week. Or whether it was <laughs> just the whole time they haven't fucking punched each other, dude. This is insane. Yeah, the closest we've gotten to contact between the two was when he grabbed him and he got away, you know, like, and I got to say there was when they hold, when they banned Wardlow and he came back the next week, both of us were kind of like, man, really? Did they really need? We thought they, we thought they cut the legs out from one of the possibly hottest things they had going, but it was just too hot. It didn't matter. They could have literally, they could have set Wardlow on fire on national TV. The talent to between these guys and, and I, I Wardlow's winning. He has to win, right? Absolutely. A hundred percent. The only way I could see, well, no, ever since they put the stipulation on him being permanently banned from signing, they, they can't have him lose this now. I mean, can, what are you going to, you can't get around. You know, what I always go back to is Fuego versus Miro. And you know, if Fuego, lo- Fuego wins, he gets the contract. Fuego lost and Tony came out and gave him the contract. Wardlow and MJF's a little <laughs> A lot different. It's a little bit different. A little yeah, bit different. I and I think if Wardlow were to lose, he should go sign with another company or something and come back in a couple of years. You know what I mean? Like that's well, he's definitely you know, signed under AEW, right? It's just no. I'm saying like he should pretend that he's gonna, like, gonna work for Impact or something. He like should that. go wrestle in the G1 like, Climax. Send it. Fuck something it. like that. It's like throw him. In, like let him do. That actually would be a great example. I think he'd be do great in that. Oh my god. So since we both have him winning, I gotta ask: Does he debut new music? I was thinking that because um, I like his music as it is, but I think with the build that's happened, I and think where he, deserves... he feels like as a star. But I do wonder: Do MJF's stipulations still apply up until this match? Should in storyline he technically not have music? I mean, it'll be a great pop if he has Maybe, it, right? Yeah, who knows? I mean, if he comes out to War Dogs by Black Sabbath, which I, I see a lot of people kind of being like, "Hey, man," or not War Dogs, War Pigs, given the yeah. uh, the theme of this feud, yeah. I mean, who am I to not freak the fuck out over that, right? Um, I'm hoping it's not, like, licensed. I hope they get someone to make music because, man, those licensing fees are already eating up the game as it speaks, you know, like. Yeah, and hey, man, you know, put that uh, Mikey Ruckus on it because that guy's been crushing it lately. Oh, my God, every theme he touches. So let's get into our world championship matches. Let's start it off with Thunder Rosa versus Serena Deeb. When it comes to builds... I don't think this has been the smoothest build. Um, Bit rushed. Whether it's all the promos being on the ramp, except for, in my opinion, one of the worst promos I've seen Serena Deep cut that was in the ring. It just hasn't had that fire. And while these two, same same thing here, they haven't they haven't touched hands yet. I just I don't know, man. The fire, like you said, hasn't been there. Yeah. That it, being said, uh, I think flat. the match is going to be good. No, absolutely. That's what the funny thing is about this feud is that as soon as it got announced, I was like, oh, that's going to be a great match. You know, they're just throwing it on. I think I even said it when they added it. I was like, yeah, this is just a great match. They want to have a really good women's match on the card that's not in the tournament, you know, so. And yeah. it made sense because Serena Deeb won the Hikaru Shida feud and she'd been beating the shit out of everyone doing her challenges. She had like a six week thing running on Rampage where she would squash someone every week on national yep. television. This made sense. Now. Uh, who do you got winning this title? <laughs> Thunder Rosa. 
Same. I, I don't think I would. I mean, if Serena Deep wins, cool. I'd be utterly fucking shocked. Yeah, it'd be and I'd a be really very bad sad indictment. For Rosa. Yeah, I can't see Rosa sticking around for long after that, man. That's brutal if that happens, you know. Thunder Rosa has been a 67-day champion already. Holy crap. That'll be 69 by the time she wins, I think. So. Hey. <laughs> uh, yeah, so let's get into the main event here. Nice. Hangman Adam Page versus CM Punk. This feud has been like one, two, three. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and I, I think the buildup has been phenomenal. Whether it was CM Punk going through the gauntlet of challengers building up his contendership whether it's Hangman Page kind of be saying AEW is his company. He doesn't want CM Punk taking over. They He's cracked him in the skull once. They've used each other's finishers. Even the week where Hangman had COVID and couldn't come on the TV, they they made it work. So how's the feud been to you so far? A world championship CM Punk versus Hangman Adam Page feud. Been waiting for this since CM Punk got here. Um, Back in I August. remember saying to you when CM Punk first teased that he wanted to go after the world title, I was like, nope, take it off Hangman now. And you were like, dude, it's way too early. And I was like, nope, do it. And you were like, okay. And I was like, <laughs> that's kind of where I was at, man. I think that this title, as great as it has been, and it's had basically all talent that's only really ever been known on a national stage in AEW that has held it. I mean, other than you know moxley but whatever you know um i guess jericho whatever okay fine they've had some good champions but like great champions yeah but i think hangman out of the lineage of the current champions is the first like like guy that like didn't quite elevate the title i I hate saying that but it's kind of true you know um so i think you need a, a, a person to come in and build this title back up and have just incredible match after incredible match and building these stories around it. Cause I just don't know, maybe hangman just wasn't ready for those kinds of stories because he had a lot of really quick builds in like some of the things, right? Like the Lance Archer thing and you know, which is good. All his matches were in, in you know, That's phenomenal. Thing. I think every title match has been fucking great, but then like, I don't know if all the builds to everything have been super duper great, you know, like, like you called the the hangman and uh, Cole feud, which was supposed to be this huge, you know, throwback to Ring of Honor and all that. And if you think about it, with all the stuff that happened with Ring of Honor right after that, it's such a beautiful tie-in, you know. And that should have just gone off, but it just and the match did. But like the feud should have been so much more, and that's why it's forgettable. So it's like, is Hangman Page going to just be a footnote in the history of that championship, man? I really hope not. Um, well, the good thing for him is the way he won it, he will forever – it will be known as one of the great moments in the company. So he has that going for him. That was that was the, you know, the people's champ, if you will, not to steal Dwayne's thing. But this was a big thing for him. What do you mean? I stole Dwayne's gimmick for the intro. What? Yes, and and it's just one of those things. He already has a longer title reign than Chris Jericho. So he, he – no, he's not. He doesn't have a short title reign. In terms of match quality, whether it's wrestling Takeshita, res- wrestling Dante Martin, the match quality of Hangman's title reign has been the best in AEW. Like it rivals Kenny's. Like it, it, you really, 
Kenny has had the best title reign, but when it comes to match quality, man, Hangman's title reign has been incredible. The stories have let him down a little bit, and that's where we come to the terms of forgettable feuds. Yep. And that's why I think there is debate about how, you know, has he elevated the belt? Has the belt elevated him? I, st- I think Hangman still feels larger than life. I mean, his his stuff with Archer was so, so, so that, like, they bonked freaking uh, Jake the Snake off of TV. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, you know, that's, uh, that's I think, going to be the, the mark on his title reign. And if it sounds like we're both talking about, like, it's endings, because, well, I think it is. and Agreed. We both do. It, it just makes too much sense here, right? CM Punk, honestly, probably should win this title. To run the summer of Punk in AEW after an incredible fucking build. No one is going to go out there and shit on, on Punk winning this title. He's wrestling great matches with everyone. Every what if he does? He touches Remember, has been gold. Remember? I don't mean to interrupt. Remember that promo with the original Summer of Punk promo where he talked about taking the championship all over the world and defending it? Yeah. What if he does that and he what starts if he takes it, takes it to the G1? Wrestles, you know, takes it over to fucking... All right, if CM Punk shows up in Impact, I'll watch it. You got me. It's Yeah. <laughs> but man, um, holy hell, dude. And I also don't want to forget the Danielson match. Matches with Hangman. They were fucking incredible. Danielson oh, yeah. with the most recent two champs. But I think CM Punk's winning. I think this match is, again, it's going to be great. It's going to be bloody. It's going to be fucking heart-wrenching. And that being said, if Hangman does win, holy fucking shit, the balls to do that. And I... You know what? I will respect it because that means we're probably running this back. And that's going to work for me because I've loved this feud. And I think it could get dirtier. Oh, absolutely. Like we didn't have like – in the same way that a lot of the stuff we didn't have as much build. I think this had a good story, but they didn't – like I, I was saying earlier. Like about six weeks, promo. right? It hasn't been like crazy length. Well, I just think some of the promos could have been like slightly better. And I think maybe with a little bit more time to work with each other, they could maybe work that out. But it's fine for what it has been if it doesn't go that way. So and I this, don't know. This is what I will say, too, when it comes to the this being for the men's championship. To me, these do feel like the two biggest male wrestlers in the company right now. So Yeah, I would agree with that. For that to be your world championship, dude, is a fucking – it's an A-plus for me. Let's just hope the match match uh, covers it. So it's so funny because if MJF had won his feud with Punk, I think we would be saying the same thing about MJF. You know, like and I agree, I agree. We I wonder what CM Punk would be doing right now. Interesting thought. Hmm. Maybe you'd run back the Kingston feud then. Hmm. You know, I almost think he'd be doing. Maybe it'd be him and Wardlow for costing Wardlow. You know. Oh yeah, I could see that. Yeah, could be good. Maybe could be good. Yeah. Okay. So. When it comes to Double or Nothing last year, our championship matches, just for the fucking hell of it, the Young Bucks defeated Moxley and Kingston. Uh, Miro defeated Lance Archer. Dr. Britt Baker, this is where she won the title off Hikaru Shida. And Kenny Omega defeated Orange Cassidy and Pac in the uh, triple threat. Man, he got fucked by the pandemic. I feel so bad for Pac, dude. 
no one got fucked harder than him when it comes to wrestling booking because he was literally being pushed up to be the next. And then he came back and we had that. So, you know, hey, good for him. Garrett, I mean, I'm excited. <laughs> 100%. I'm so hyped for this show, dude. So, yeah, guys, if you stuck around through the whole thing, catch us out tonight. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, man. Follow Garrett at Bane Duke. Follow me at O-Charlie with an X instead of an A. Garrett's streaming on Twitch, bro. The Duke of Derps. You never know. I mean, Garrett, what you been playing lately? Some Dark Souls? Yeah, still still working on Dark Souls. Uh, I'm so bad at Dark Souls. <laughs> no, actually, I'm just um, kind of slowly progressing through the game. I'm like 60 hours in at this point. It's kind of nuts. Um, Damn, dude. Holy shit. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And also, guys, we, we like to talk some fucking movies, some TV on here. We usually kind of cover it at the end of the show. Since this is a prediction show, we'll keep this a little short and sweet. But on Eat, Sleep, and Leet next week, I know we, we were planning on talking some Kenobi for sure. Kenobi. I'll talk a little bit about Stranger Things because fucking June is nuts. Uh, June is nuts. Umbrella Academy, The Boys, Stranger Things, Kenobi, Miss Marvel. Uh, those of you guys, I'm excited for The Boys. Those of you guys that watch Westworld, like June is fucking. Dude, late. I've been waiting on The Boys for so long. <laughs> like, oh yeah. So if you guys watch The Boys, we're definitely going to be talking about that each week. So yeah, guys, we will catch you tomorrow with the Double or Nothing post game show. Let's catch you on the flip side, Vision. Yeah.